It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much, Speedy, for being on. I've been a I'm a real fan and I appreciate talking yeah, to you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know I mean, because this is this is this is new for me, like the whole fan thing. Like, you know what I mean? I've been doing music for a while. Good catch. But the whole fan thing is different. You know what I yeah. Mean? Well, you you said your first album solo project you put out in 2017. So it Right. That was the first project that I actually put online. Mm-hmm. That's when I learned how to use the third party. Um, the third party, uh, I don't know what you call them. Third party Streaming platforms. Streaming yeah. processors or whatever yeah. you want to call them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was the first time I learned about that. So that project was the first one I put up online. How long have you been making music before that? You've uh, been you've been doing everything. Like you were telling me, <laughs> you'll know a little bit. You're a jack of well, all trades. Yeah, I mean, you're a I'm great gonna rapper. Age, I'm going to tell my age. I, 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 I wrote my first song in 1994. Okay. 1994 was when I wrote my first song. Um, I've told the story before. I was sitting in the auditorium at high school and my friend next to me was sitting there writing. We were in like an assembly. He wasn't paying attention. He was writing. So I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, Jerome Winfield, shout out Jerome. And he like, um, I'm writing a rap. And I said, okay, I could do that. Give me some paper. And I wrote my first rap that day. Yeah. And did you stick with it through then? Or were you like? Um, well, I, 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 I let my mother hear never my biggest fan never a good plan well it, it actually was because it was, right. it was because she had a, a guy that she was working with i don't even remember this dude name to this mm-hmm. day you know what i mean and he had a little bit of equipment he had like a like an eight track like you got of course it wasn't all digital and stuff back then yeah you know what i mean but he had a eight to 16 track um beat, i mean a track machine and i recorded that song with him and that oh. was the very first song that I recorded. It was called Lost Souls. And I remember the hook. I don't remember the song. It was, you got your lighter lit and your blunts roll. And I put the fire to your blunt and discover your lost soul. And I'm oh, shit. Like, you know what I mean? This was 94. So stuff like that was cool. Like, everybody was getting high. You yeah. Know what I mean? was, yeah. Did you know that that was like something that you had some sort of talent in? No. No, I just, I just did it. You know what I mean? I just did it, bro. And... I enjoyed it, yeah, and I just went from there. It was points where I didn't have nowhere to record, and I used to record on a tape deck, oh, with a karaoke, with a karaoke stereo. So what happened in 2017 when you're like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna." So, so well, I had already been recording music. Just give you a timeline. So I started in 1994. Um, 1997, I got with a. Uh, one of my friends from, from uh, not 97, I say 98, 99. I got with one of my friends from college because I did, I went to Buff State. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went to a few colleges, fucked them all up. <laughs> for film? <laughs> um, no, no, I went for business. I went for uh, mechanical technology. Actually, to this day, I'm a CAD designer. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Yes, I know how to actually, I can draw this table on a, on a computer. Oh, you wow. Know what I mean, but um, so uh, in 99, you know what I mean? I did it did with them with 2000 around that time. Um, I got with a guy from uh, college and he was trying to start longevity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we recorded with a dude named JR. A little bit of Buffalo history. There was a group named New Style Lee back in the day that came out and they were actually signed to Amherst Records out here in Buffalo. 
uh, through J.I. J.I. was their manager. He signed, he got them signed and everything. And um, they did a video in Martin Luther King Park. It's at Ferry and Best. You can ride through. It's a historical site. The statue don't look like Martin Luther King, but it's, you know what I mean? It was <laughs> yeah, a good try. Still, it was a good yeah. try. <laughs> yeah, I mean. They tried their hardest. So, so after that, I moved to New Jersey and we started Flying Bricks. But it wasn't Flying Bricks Upstate Entertainment. It was just Flying Bricks Entertainment. Mm-hmm. That was my cousin, Moo Murda. You know what I mean? Um, Obless, uh, Sheen Beats, um, Kali Akbar. Um, it was it was a, it was a bunch of us, 40 bars. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a 40 bars out there, but it was 40 back then. No, 40 cal, not 40 bars, 40 cal. You know what I mean? And um, then after that, I had to come back to Buffalo for whatever reason. And uh, I started Flying Bricks Upstate Entertainment because I didn't want to want Flying Bricks Entertainment to die. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And at the time, I think Diddy had did uh, um, Bad Boy South and mm-hmm. all that. Like there was branches of other other yeah. labels. So I'm like, shit. I mean, I'm just gonna bring Flying Bricks upstate. And it was just a statement. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just mm-hmm. gonna bring Flying Bricks upstate. You know right. what I mean? And I was like, wait a minute, Flying Bricks upstate. That sounds good. That's awesome. Like, yeah. So FB Entertainment, and then um, in 2004, my stepfather, you know, what I mean, who's passed, Fly High JP, you know, what I mean, he bought me some equipment. His dad had died at the time, and he said that he couldn't think of nothing better to 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 invest in because he was a musician himself. Okay. You know what did what he mean? play? He played the bass. What type? Nasty, nasty. He had a Fender. He had a Fender bass. That what type was, of what genre was, was he? Um, he's uh old school jazz, uh Motownish. Yeah. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. that that flavor. And like, but he was nasty with the bass. Nasty. My mom sings too. I got her on a song back then. Oh, back really? Then. It was called Please Don't Beg. She was you know your I mean? biggest fan. That's awesome. You That's know? awesome. So 2007. Uh well, no, we dropped a mixtape at that time called Lock and Load. It wasn't actually it was it was more so an album. You know what I mean? There was a mm-hmm. lot of the Brick Boys, the original Brick Boys that was on that. Were you guys all from this area? Yeah. Yeah. Every everyone, everyone is from here. Everyone's from here. I mean, I got family from New Jersey that's still that's still doing things, but most of them has have, have stopped doing music. You know what I mean? Living. We we older now. Yeah. Um, but I kept it going and I kept picking like we got a handshake. You know what I mean? If you see the handshake, you see me do the handshake with anybody, that's most likely somebody that was affiliated with the label itself at one point. Yeah. Or it's still considered a break boy. You know what I mean? Um, 2007, we dropped a mixtape, about a couple of mixtapes. And then, uh, again, about- Were you taking it seriously? Like, or I'm you just- I'm always taking it seriously. Is that what made you like stick, or you say all these other guys, you know, falling off. Is that what made you stick through it? And I mean- Well, I've done a lot of things. Like you said, I'm a, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a jack of, of, of a lot of different trades, master and none. That's how we go, except for hopefully hip hop. You are but, a master. Um, you are a master. Man. Listen thank to Just Speed. Like everyone, you. listen. It's You are a master. You really, thank you. Thank you. you're on the right. But, you know, out of everything that I've done, I mean, even, you know, babbling in the streets, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Out of everything I've done, music was the only thing that really stuck. You know what I mean? It kept me out of a lot of things. I mean, I could I could probably be better in jail right now if it wasn't for music. I've used music for a lot of things, like to get a lot of feelings off my chest that, you know what I mean, yeah. could have been detrimental to, to my freedom, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to my life. So, you know, music is important you know, to uh, me. It's, it's your passion. It's how you put it out. Use That's how I feel about stand-up. And I know, I like, the clips mm-hmm. I post on are mm-hmm. silly, but, like, honestly, I don't post the serious shit because right. it's, like, 
you don't want nobody to steal your jokes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'll put the dumb stuff online. Exactly. But also, it's like when you find that way to put your shit out into the world, you have to stick with it. Cause and that's what 2017 was. You know, I came across, uh, and I put it out there. I use TuneCore. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few of them, but I use TuneCore. I came across TuneCore, and um, I had a song called "Rest in Paradise." That was what I put out before Just Speak. I put Rest of Paradise out just to try What, 2017 too? That was before, that was probably the year before. Okay. The year before 2017. I put out Rest of Paradise. Rest of Paradise was a song. I have two, two, two really close friends. You know what I mean? They were twins. Science and Sadat, Fly High Science and Sadat. Actually, uh, Son of Tony just mentioned them in one of his songs. I, that It messed me up. Son oh. of Tony is a friend of mine. Yeah. And um, he, uh, they the one twin brother killed the other one and ended up going to jail for about eight years plus because it ended up being manslaughter because he was drunk you know what i mean and um then when he came home you know what i mean the the rumor has it out of course either time i was there Mm -hmm. saying but i talked to people that was there that that saw him actually Mm -hmm. kill his brother you know what i mean yeah but um he rumor has it his son had got some sneakers taken from him now, ain't, we ain't never been no, no bitch ass niggas. Like, Buffalo is, is I mean, it, it might be some suckers here, but I've never met them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've met a lot of stand-up people in Buffalo, and when things go down and so small, you usually end up, you know what I mean, coming mm-hmm. across that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, he went to go confront the dude, and the dude shot him in the man that he had with him. You know what I'm saying? Kill him. So both brothers are dead. And when I found out about that, that it, it hurt me. It broke me down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I did um, Rest in Paradise, but I didn't want it to be like a sad song. You know what I mean? It was more of a celebratory song for, for them, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and a few other gentlemen that I know, family members and stuff that I know that died. And I mentioned them all, and I got like a whole list. I poured out a bottle of Syrah and dope video. Um, that was actually shot by uh, Slim Gus. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Slim yeah. Gus shot that video. But um, I put that out and it worked out. So I'm like, shit. How was the reception of that? Like you're, you put your heart in, you know, you're, this um, is a. The people that actually did hear it, they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. They enjoyed it. I come from, I come from. Cause that's a, that's a serious talk, you know, like. Right. Right. It, it was, it, it was rough though. It was rough though. Like this whole, the whole, the whole, the whole thing, the whole way, the whole path been rough. You know what I mean? Because with changing the times, especially when the internet and social media came, coming from an era where we didn't do all the cameras and all of that. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't cool. Like Shooting videos wasn't a, a thing unless you was actually a musician already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So excuse me, most people didn't want to do that. And I, I wasn't no different. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do videos. I don't have a lot of video of the, the, the come up. I wish I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they, you, you didn't get on camera. That's not what we did. Mm-hmm. So now with social media, it's just different. It is different. It's it's hard. Like I have Shamil with me. Shout out Shamil, a great comedian too, great producer, a great rapper, really. Um, but I wanted him to film. Like it's cool having him film stuff because it will. I don't think about it sometimes. Like I don't think about any. Like I just think about living in the moment and kind of moving forward. But then right. you you want to have some sort of. I don't know, history to look back on because look like Buffalo is one of the top cities on the come up in rap right now. Like 
Yes. Like respect, probably wow. the top respected city. I'm so proud of that. So. It's and you have been in it like in it for so long. Like you said, '94. Like mm-hmm. you were ahead of the curve, which is. I was. I was one of the the, the guys back. Like I remember at one point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was upstate, uh, upstate clip. I think that's what they called themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, these dudes, slice Malek. Malek from Griselda. Yeah. He's he's one of the upstate cats. Okay. Um Zadok. He called himself Zadok. Now I don't remember what his name was back then. Like these dudes used to sit at the stadium on Best and Jefferson on the weekends and wait for dudes to come battle. And they would battle anybody that walked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy. But it was different. There was no social media. Yeah. That was you the way I mean? that was how you did it. Right. Yeah. We had to actually see each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out seasons, Chauncey. Um, was there always a big scene in Buffalo? Yeah, it's always been a big hip hop scene in Buffalo. What do you it's think just, of makes it uh, such a? It's not a city like other cities that are big in the reps. It's not like in Atlanta or a uh, Memphis or L.A. or it's pride. it's pride. Pride. Well, you if were you, saying there's a you, lot of stand up people. If you here. look at if you look at a perfect example, Bill's Mafia. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We love our team. Thick and thin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it paid out this year. It definitely paid out this year. Yeah. And hopefully next year even go even better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because for a long time, we needed a good quarterback. And Josh Allen is a beast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We, we in Allentown these days. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the, the, the pride, the pride is what makes us who we are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The pride in our town. People come here, they think it's something that it's not, and they get sent up out of here with wounds and everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's not to brag on that. That's not a good thing, but it's the pride. Like people, the people here are not gonna let you come in here and do whatever. Now, if you break that down to a neighborhood, then you could break that down to family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At one point, you were recognized by the family that you were a part of. You know what I mean? You were recognized by the family that you were a part of. I never had that back in that much because I'm, I'm originally from New Jersey, but I know what that means. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go and mention families and all right. that, but yeah. you were recognized by your family or your neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? And it was pride deep in that. Is it's, it because it's so isolated? It's not... It's, it's not. Buffalo is either the second or third. I'm not sure. It's the second or third biggest city in New York State. It, I was surprised coming in how big it was. Yeah, it's the it, second biggest. But at the same time, it's small. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And everybody knows each other. Well, do you think that's kind of like, I know you through past guest struggle, Mike. Shout mm-hmm. out, Mike. Mm-hmm. But like, you have a great team. You can see it on your social media. Like, you guys support each other. It's you, you. Struggle Cartel is a team and a, a family and you can see it from the outside. You know what I mean? Right. A, and I, I think that's good though. Cause I, I was hoping it was like, that. <laughs> it's true. it really is. It really, and it's, it's cool listening to your prod, the projects you guys put out and it's, it's, last but it seems year, like that's Buffalo. Like last year we put out probably maybe 10 projects or more. Yeah. With some of the top names. Right. Like, right. Especially, you guys put you each know, other struggle on. Mike, struggle Mike, he always go over the top. <laughs> he always go over the top. And his projects you know kill I mean? it. But he then he puts over the top. but then he puts on 
all everyone everyone mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. came at, uh like same dude all these mm-hmm. some do all these fucking killers and it, that, uh, it sucks though because i'm surprised that every like you should have been able to meet a bunch of these guys usually this room is full we all be in here it would be a loud it would be a loud out. interview if everyone was <laughs> well, in no, here. no 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 we gotta <laughs> sit down and be quiet except for me i'm probably the only one that don't like i talk too much yeah but you know what i mean it usually this this room is full with all of us we be hanging out it's just making good music and, and that's what it is it's definitely the family vibe it's family oriented everybody consider each other as brothers you know what i mean they would consider me as the uncle because i'm old <laughs> you know what i mean but you know um but and, that's and a that's, thing now, like the older people are being respected in the game. And that's coming out of Buffalo. That's coming out of. Well, is is it should have always been like that. Mm-hmm. It should have always been like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Me growing up again, when you was in the streets, it was the older dudes that was showing us how to get out there and stay out of trouble, but still be able to make money. And you know what I'm saying? Like I was taught by my dad and, and one of my closest uncles, made my, my, made Tony fly high. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that, those dudes taught me. I got caught selling dope on the block. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I went home. I thought I was in trouble. My dad was like, "Go to your room." <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. Like, oh shit! I'm about to get fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So he come upstairs and he like, "Yo, um, give me one." Give you one of what? You know what I'm saying? He said. Boy, give me one, because you ain't in trouble yet. But if you don't give me one, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> Damn. I hear you. Gave me one. Yeah. Come back. Let me get two. Let me get three. I'm saying, after I had ran out, he was like, yo, let me get two. I was like, I ain't got no more. Seriously, I really don't got no more, dog. He was like, he handed me the money that he made and said, wasn't that easy? You know what I'm saying? And that was my experience, all my uncles and all of that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That was my experience. That was another reason why I got into music because <clears throat> this was, was what I was taught. You know what I'm saying? If you ever heard of King Dagger, that's my little cousin, like literally. J-O-Z, that's my little cousin, like literally. Styles Charm, that's my little cousin, like literally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These dudes is inspiring, inspiring to do music instead of go out in the street and sell dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I felt like this music would help break the cycle and it has been helping. And it seems like the team, like you guys have a great setup here. Like Thank you, you have ever, like you got that guy. He did it. <laughs> how how do you and my? How do you guys meet? Um, <laughs> I'd have shake that nigga in prison. <laughs> nah, but um, so so same dad, which is same dudes that we call mm-hmm. him same dad. His name Tim. You know what I mean, please, if you're in Buffalo, come get your hair cut at Blue Collar Cuts. You know what I mean? Also here at 1770 Seneca. Yes, that same dude's Oh, real? Okay, all right. He met Mike, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And um, let Mike hear the music, and Mike really likes the same dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, our our relationship came about because of the same dude. And um, Mike sponsored sponsored uh, um, a feature with Benny for the same dude, The Struggle. That song, The Struggle. That's a great song, yeah. And um, I had the studio. My studio was in my basement. And so Mike was like, well, he got the studio. We'll include him in it. And he bring in the studio or we'll record it at the studio and everything. Like he invited me to the track, mm-hmm. you know? So we wrote the track and everything. And we busy, Benny had, at that point was just really starting to truly get busy. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for us to get the, the, the feature from him. Yeah. And one day I'm at home just chilling and 
Mike calls me like, yo, Benny here right now. We got to get this feature. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, we got to get this you. feature. Yeah, yeah. Can you bring your studio equipment here? You know what I mean? Because there, there was some issues going on between it was some Buffalo shit going on. There was, yeah. You know I mean, mm-hmm. there was some Buffalo shit going on. And um, I ended up just bringing my equipment up here. This wasn't here. There was a counter. There was a counter there where he used to cash people out. Yeah. I put my computer on the counter. I had the mic sitting right here. And we recorded the struggle right here. A few days later, Mike called me like, yo, I've been thinking about putting a studio in the, in the, in the store. Would you be down? I'm like, shit, hell yeah. He's like, all right, we're going to meet up. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go and look at some equipment and stuff because I was like, we got to go to Good Tire Center or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he hit me up that day. He like, yo, let's go to, to go to the guitar center. I'm like, all right, cool. And we were just going to look at stuff. That man bought a whole studio that day. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? When he get in his mind, he, he wants to do something, he's going to do it. That's the type of dude that Mike is. And that's all he, that and he wanted to help, you know, and you guys have created something. Mm-hmm. Like, so you had it in your basement. Well, yes. you weren't, what what made you were have were you just recording yourself or you having other people you had a studio no, I, I, I used to i used to still still sell studio time yeah you know were you I mean? you weren't making music at that time though yeah oh you hey, were I, okay you know, i've been making music mm-hmm. since 1994 i've never stopped making music yeah you know what i mean i've oh, this is like i said i've just always what i've wanted to do mm-hmm. you know what i mean but um i was just like i said doing it in my basement he saved me from my basement, I guess you could say. <laughs> well, that show, like, you saw what I, I brought in a fucking tub with all my stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool seeing someone else do it. Like, you were like, shit, I wanted, you were saying there's things that happen that show it's meant to be. And oh, it's, even even once we got it here, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Duffel bag hottie, like, with him having his situation, we used to pack everything up and go over to his apartment. Cause he couldn't leave the apartment. Yeah, he was on house arrest at the time. We used to pack everything up and go over there. We recorded the uh, the Max Three over there. Yeah, at his apartment, set up in his apartment. We used to record right in his living room. Yeah, man, and it, it it came out super dope. Max Three, go if y'all ain't heard it yet, go out and listen to that Max Three. You know what I'm saying? Great pro. Free duffel bag hottie. Let's go. <laughs> Free duffel bag. He kept calling while we were doing our podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> our guy, man. You know. Well, was it him? Was it Mike? Like being like pushing you to take it. So my producers, you met Ani. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. helped me be like, you got to take it seriously. When someone else is pushing you to like take it seriously, you're kind of like, all right, there's a little. It's not just me. Like I, there's someone else like counting on me. He he didn't push me to take it serious because yeah. I, I was I was really I already taken it I didn't, serious. Yeah, but like, but yeah, he did yeah. add fuel to the fire and team up. You need a team behind. That's what I mean about like you guys being like a family or like, and you guys supporting each other, always reposting that shit. It's like you need a team. Little do y'all know, there was a point. You know what I mean, things have slowed down a little bit because of COVID. That Mike was making a lot of money off of clothes. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but seriously, like the, the store, the store has funded um a lot of the, the musical endeavors. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So is that you've been doing it for so long and 
it showed, especially with your first product that you had years under, like you, what you had something to offer. You said that was a compilation of all like older tracks. Yes. And then you've continued to put out like Chameleon, the one you just put out. Fucking great project. Great project. We were bumping the. Mike said, I'm just going to give you some beats. You know what I mean? Mike feels like I'm I'm well-rounded. A lot of people actually feel like I'm well-rounded as far as um, hip-hop prowess. Like, you know what I mean? You are. You have the storytelling. You have the R&B. He just threw me a bunch of beats. You know what I'm saying? He said, go ahead. They're all different types of beats. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just said, go ahead. I'm like, I'm listening to the beats. Like, what the hell you want me to do with this? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Even some of them. Some of them wasn't even full beats. I had to, because I also engineer, Mm -hmm. I had to, you know, stretch the beats out. And I took parts and made actual full beats out of them. Um, and I'm like, so what represents that? Because I had a hard time getting a name for that album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Chameleon actually fits. It does. Because it's it's just me changing up throughout that whole, that little, them little the, the, in that short time, I wanted to show them different styles of songs. You know what I mean? And I hope mm-hmm. I, I accomplished it. You did. Every track is different, but it's a, there is a through line through it. Like, and it shows that you had, you know, it, as you said, everything works out. Like, it shows that you, you were ready to put this stuff out now. Because, like, man, it's great. It's really cool listening to that I get stuff. Thrown, I get thrown the songs that, you know what I mean, some of the team might not be able to get on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? He'd be like, yo, I don't know who to put on this motherfucker. I'm going to put Speedy on Is it cool being able to work with the people you do now after being it's in it? sad. Because um, a lot of those tracks, I wasn't able to be in the same vicinity. You know what I'm saying? Like I did the, uh, we did the Benny Se- the Beanie Siegel feature. Mm-hmm. He ended up just emailing us the verse. Um, we have another one coming on ties. MC8 ended up emailing us the verse. Like, I would have scraped up that money somehow to be in the studio with yeah. MC8, to get, yeah. with Beanie yeah. Siegel. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we mm-hmm. in Buffalo, so Philly is not that it's long. Not I would have drove there. I would have rode a bike mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to go be in the studio with Beanie Siegel. But because it is COVID, and I can guarantee you that multiple artists can attest to this, you know what I mean? That it sucks because we can't be in the same vicinity. When we went to New York to shoot the video with same dude, Rick Hyde and Matt Hatton, you know what I'm saying, Manhattan, um, we went to the Heatmaker studio and all of us couldn't even go up there. I didn't I didn't go in. Cause my oh. wife was downstairs, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Struggle Mike's wife was downstairs. So I was like, well, shit, we in the middle of New York City, so I'm not going to leave them down here. Right, you yeah. I mean? It sucked. But I took one for the team. I know we're going to be back there again. Because it's always we, better in person. Like It's always better in person. There's no... You cannot compare a, a song where people, three people did their verses in different places from everybody being there together as long as they get along, though. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing. Yeah. Money money can only do but so much. You, know you hear songs, even if it's great artists, that it's like, it's mid, it's fucked. They don't like each other, yeah, and they was yeah. in the studio together. Yeah. So, like, they needed to do an email. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that's what's great about this and your projects, you know, as a team is because you guys are all here, but I get what you mean that it does uh, the email. It's now, like, don't get it wrong though. A lot of those songs, 
know are great. I because, love those songs. Because we, we're here and we got multiple. We have at least three, four engineers. King Dagger can engineer. Mm-hmm. Kev Mack can engineer. JJ Louis engineer. Myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Spider the God can engineer. He's not necessarily a brick boy, but he's a friend of ours and he can engineer. Great like, rapper so, too. So yes, yes, he's a beast. He is. But you know what I mean? We can record our things and other people could come in and they can record and do theirs. So like some of the songs were recorded at separate times, yeah. but I think, yeah, the best songs were the ones that we were all here together. It's the same thing with conversations. Like from the second I walked in this door, it was like, cool, just being able to, you and I talk, we got to meet each other, like know each other. And now- Oh, real quick, real quick. I gotta give you this. Man. Let me just show them, show them on the camera. I'll hold this side. Thank you, I fucking love this. Thank you, so Thank you, so I really appreciate. Thank you, man. I, I thank you because this is this is money. This is time. I really appreciate that, this. That right there is the catalyst. That name right there is the catalyst. Brick Boys. You know I mean, Brick Boys. It's a family. It's not. It's not a company. It's not an organization. It's not just a team of rappers. Like we are actually a family. Me being uh, like a lot of those guys come to me and talk to me when they they feeling other than themselves, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and stuff like that. Like I've I invest myself in this because I didn't have this as a kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. I still really don't have it now. I got my sister; she older than me. I could talk to her. You know what I mean. Sometimes I could talk to my moms or, or my dad. My dad he was so out of his mind, or my moms was so working so much. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. My dad ran the streets all my life. He was a cable contractor, though. He did cable. Like, he actually had a job and a career and everything. But, yeah. you know, he was a street dude, too. Yeah. And I think he leaned a little more towards the street. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, in, in that situation, I, at times, I never, I felt like I didn't have nobody to talk to. You know, so I, I make it my business to be here for these guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they need. And that's what should, shows the buildup, you know, the support. And and I think that's what's going to make us great in the end. Already great. Not um, what, you know, not what's going to make you already. They, they could turn to me. They could turn to Mike. They could turn to, to the same dad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Even Grinzy. Grinzy dad is a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, Pete. Calling Pete nasty. You know? You know what I'm saying? But they have figures in their lives you know what i'm saying even if they don't have a male figure in their life that they could turn to when Which did you realize you needed that like that this was something that was needed to succeed was this kind of 16 years old probably like around 16 years mm-hmm. old you know what i mean when i really decided that this this was actually it i, I did music before that but I've, i really decided that this was it because you know i like I said, man, my dad, my dad was, he was a good dude. He was around, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he, he, he was, he was stern. He was tough. Mm-hmm. And it was about, it was a lot about the streets. A lot of my family was all about the streets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I figured that, you know what I mean? You need somebody that will try to push you away from it. I remember back in the day, there was times where you go up on the block I mean, dealing with, with, with certain dudes and they wouldn't even let you stay on the block. They'd be like, get out of here, little man. That was the saying, little man. That was the saying, get out of here, little man. This is where, ain't where you need to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I took that and applied it to this. It's So my dad, 
went through a lot of crazy, crazy stuff, stuff that I didn't know about growing up because I was trying, they were trying to keep me away from it. Okay. And then when I figured it out or found out, about found it. out about it myself. And then it's like, you don't exact. And and you're in, and then like when I'm doing it too. And then it's, it's good though now. Cause I, it wasn't open, but now I have a relationship where stuff like when stuff went really bad, like when things go bad or I get in situations that, you know, situations, yeah. situations yeah. that I'm not going to talk about yeah. on camera. Yeah. I was able to talk to him and he went through the same shit so he could help me get out of these situations and, and i that's needed the that good thing about hip-hop because hip-hop is that for a lot of people yeah you know what i'm saying it's in a state right now where um there's a lot of the wrong things being preached but if you dig deeper into the culture you'll find what you need for yourself i mean but you got to go into the underground right now but it's it's, it's starting to come to the surface it it well yeah, I was shielded. I knew I was taken to see Wu Tang Clan when I was twelve years old. I, love I knew Method Man is one of my favorite artists. Yeah, when I was—is he your favorite out of all of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, because I'm a Red Man Ghostface. I'm a Red Man fan. So. I'm a, I love Red yeah, Man too. That's, that's that's actually my favorite artist, Red Man. If you ever hear this shit, bro, reach out, dog. Let's do this. Yeah, you know I'm saying I'm from Red North. Man, do a I'm song. a North nigga. I remember you riding down Central Avenue in your Land Cruiser, banging your own music, damn near hitting your head on the steering wheel. I remember that shit, bro. When you know I was I mean? eight years old, my dad would play me Red Man, and I knew every word to all. Man. I knew all that shit. What's your favorite Red Man album? Um. That you can't, you. I'm not gonna on record. Do you have one? There's a dark side. Yeah, that's there's your... a dark side. The second album. The second one. That's my favorite. I love. That's later too. Side. No, no, no. It's the beginning because it was. Uh, yeah, no problem at all. It was um, what the album. If it's a joint, I'll hit it. If it's a backwood, I won't. Yo, I don't smoke backwoods I I'm three. I'm three. <laughs> years, backwoods. I'm three years off tobacco. I used to smoke two packs of backwoods a day. I used to smoke backwoods. I, I can't do it no more. I told more. these mm -mm. kids, I said, yo, backwoods is nothing new. I was in college at the time at Canton Tech. You know what I mean? Yeah. With these Brooklyn cats. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Lefty. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Gusto. Shout out 40. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they used to smoke backwards. I smoked backwards in 1995. <laughs> you were, it was like Buffalo rap. You were, you were ahead well, of the time. I was the only Buffalo kid that <laughs> hung with them. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I got there before Buffalo cats really got there. Like it wasn't really many people from Buffalo there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when I met 40, 40 got this big ass scar on his face and shit, man, intimidating with these trans and shit. I thought we was gonna have to get it rocking. I'm from Buffalo, like I'm saying. Yeah. And it, yo, New York City don't like Buffalo all like that. Everybody love everybody! At, at that time. Yeah. Things have changed a little bit now, but back then they, uh, yeah, 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 country ass. Uh, uh. So I'm like, shit, we gonna have to get it rocking. The nigga said, yo, come, to, come through to my room, God. Word on, word up, B, come through my room, God. We gonna, you know what I'm saying, bye, bye, bye. And I had an ACT that day. I went to his room. The man had, back then, it was chocolate tie. He had a whole, he had a couple L's of chocolate tie. Gave me a, a L. And I went to go pass it. He like, nah, God, that's you, God. That's you. 
That's you. I smoked the damn near a whole L of chocolate tie before I went to go to take my ACT no. <laughs> and ended up in remedial English. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Look, you're using writing for your shit. Now. Writing is your but, shit. No, I aced the class because I had no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I was yeah. just so high yeah. that the fucking words was dancing on the page and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Trying to take this shit to read. I passed the math. I passed the writing shit. I passed every Everything else but the reading had me fucked up. <laughs> That's how I actually met Con for the first Conway for the first time. Okay, okay. I was smoking a backwood. I see him walk by. I was like, "Do you want a backwood?" And we just ended up sitting and talking because he's dope. he's a fan of stand up. So it was it's a weird story. He was at the comedy store in L.A. Mm -hmm. the first time I ever did stand up. Just mm -hmm. like we didn't know this till years later, but like. He was at the club the same day that I performed stand up the first right. time out in LA of all places, That's crazy. which is like, That's what crazy. The like That's dope. things happen for weird That's reasons. Dope. You know what I mean? Like, like, like the way we ended up setting up this interview for real. I was coming to Buffalo randomly. You would hit me up and right? it worked you know great. Cause yeah. I was, I'm on the press run for once again, chameleon. Check it out. Everybody great go project. check it out. It's on everything you can actually, well, I haven't put it on my website speedyertheicon.com, but I will be putting that on my website so y'all can get it off my band camp, direct to consumer, <laughs> super fans, where y'all at? We need y'all. <laughs> What's, so you put out this, do you write, you're like, your shit, you're, do you write your stuff down? Okay. Because you tell stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I actually, do like the last song is a history lesson. Like I do, I do one in two different ways of writing songs. I'm saying if I'm on the spot at, at a point where I don't feel like I can can really write it down, you know what I mean? I'll just punch bars. Mm -hmm. If people don't know what that means, you know what I'm saying? It means that I'll think of a couple bars, record them. Mm -hmm. Think of a couple bars, record them. Think of a couple bars. I can either I can record songs like that, or yes, I do write. I actually at this point in, in in my career, I do like writing more. Yeah. Do you have like a, a routine? I have it. It's so hard for me to like sit down and be like, I'm a focus. Do you have like a routine or do you? Yeah, it's called a green bottle. <laughs> you love Heineken. You said, <laughs> you said the only sponsor you want. You love the green bottle so much. You even got the fucking squirt bottle too. <laughs> hey, I got it on my keychain. Everything. I got my keys. I got my keys. Yep. I got my keys. You know what I'm saying? Shout out WBOK when they was doing the uh the what's the, what I, I forgot what it was called. They was they was putting on on local artists and stuff, and they had Heineken as a sponsor, and they was giving out these keychains. I got like three more of them at home. It's one breaking. I need the new one. You know what I'm saying? But even when I didn't Heineken, drink for Heineken, a little bit, I like the Heineken Zero. Those are yeah. Honestly, anything in the green bottle tastes good. Name it. Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> I don't With know. <laughs> Paulie girl, you got uh Bex, you know what I mean? Anything in the Anything. green bottle tastes good. What do you think that's about? <laughs> German about beer. German, German beer. German <laughs> beers are great. German uh yeah. American I, uh, beers are okay, but German beers are great. And it's funny coming from a black man. <laughs> are you a fan? Of, do you like yeah, Heineken's good. I like Corona of Guinness. I'm not the I like biggest. Corona. Yeah. I like Corona. I'm I'm not the biggest Guinness fan. Like that 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 really hard stout. Mm -hmm. I can't I can't really. I could drink it. You know what though? Though though um. Red red stripe. Red stripe. 
Well, that's go. so I went to Ireland with family because I had family from there. And I did, wasn't a fan of Guinness. I wasn't. I was like, I drank a Guinness. It's like this fine. But I grew up on Cape Cod, which is a huge Jamaican population, mm-hmm. and that's when I got into Guinness because that's that in Red Stripe was like I was like, oh, this is a Guinness was. That's when I people, not Ireland. You would think it would be Ireland that I'd get into Guinness, but believe no. that I'm Irish. <laughs> on the low, my actually is very close. <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking at your reaction right now. <laughs> my, 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 my father's, my father's. My, <laughs> yo, it's the truth, bro. My father's, my father's great grandfather was a full blown Irishman. Yeah. My last that, name, my last name is Crowley. Crowley. Oh, really? Yes. All right. Yes. <laughs> I'm literally Irish. Like, literally. Wow. When did you find that? Do you always know? Yes. Yes. You keep that's, it on the down That's low. one thing. You, it sound, Mike, you sounded like you never heard that before in your whole life. He heard it before. <laughs> he heard it before. He heard it before. He heard it before. I, I'm, I'm a black Irish man. <laughs> That's how he gone. writes. He has to be drinking a Heineken and he's putting out a lot of music. Yeah, right yeah. Now. come on, <laughs> man. I gotta be toe up to get it right. You know what I'm saying? Nah, also, also... <laughs> yeah, well, you do a step dance. But you will never dance. catch me in a kilt, though. That's one thing you won't catch me. I don't wear no skirts. I if you're in skirts. a kilt, I don't want to be around. <laughs> <laughs> really oh, yes, that is Scottish. I'm sorry, but it's, it's, it's. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> nah, but the, the music, the music for me, man, is it's always been therapeutic. It's always been therapeutic. I've 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 been a troubled kid, you know what I mean, growing up and stuff. And the music helped me with that. And the writing, yeah. it's when you when you write though, it's you go into it's like going on stage or whatever. It's like you go in this flow state that's completely different than anything else. And you don't know where that comes like I'll come up with ideas or store right. and you're like, where, right. the, where did that come from? It didn't come from here. Like it didn't come well, from. No, it do. It yeah. do. It come from your character. Yeah. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can do that. Just like not everybody can, can construct a whole building. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can do that. You know what I'm saying? There's something in your DNA that makes you the person that you are and makes you able to do the things that you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've accepted the fact that music is one of those things for me. And being a team leader, like that's as like that's enough. That's that's as you know. That's your I other. I don't look at it like that. Though. It's just natural. Is these are these? But isn't that kind of how you feel about music? Members. Is it these just natural? Members. Yeah. These are my family members. This is not like you know what I'm saying. Blood is not your only family. I yeah. Honestly, is there's there's people that's not that does not have your blood coursing in their veins that's more family that supports you more. People yeah. that have you, you're gonna get more support than that. I'm gonna tell the truth. I love my family. I don't get much support from them. Yeah. Unless they do it with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't get much support from my family. It sucks, you know what I mean? Because I would think that those are the people that should be supporting me, and I hope they see the shit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, because I'm not just gonna say it to their face, I'm not begging nobody for nothing. Yeah. I've never been raised like that. 
I'm not begging nobody for a goddamn thing. You know what I mean? But I I, I would hope that you would want to support me. Especially because you've proven that it's real. Like this, not giving up and pushing and looking, look at where you, like, it shows that you're on a real path, you know? Like, it is weird, but that's what pushes you. Yeah, of course. Okay, so you said you listened to the day. What's your favorite song off of Just Speed? Um, my favorite song off of just, can I look at the track list and give it to yeah, you right now? Yeah, All right. Yeah. I literally, I was my favorite song. I want to know what's your favorite song off of each one. Cause I might do a video for it. <laughs> I love against all odds. That song mm. is amazing. That song mm. is, that was the one that's we were listening pick. to when we pulled in. That's a good, pick. that one. You're fl- like, that's where I was that's like, that's where I was like, Oh, Oh, like your flows on that. I you're... Get back to that flow. I don't have, like, if you listen to the other albums, I don't flow like that no when more. When did you record it. that? You said that was like old tracks. Against what? All I was at least recorded in like 2015, 2014. It sounds like you were, hung. it's like, it's like the song um, Against All Odd. It's like, you say, like the hunger, you can hear, not that you don't that it up, the, but that, that you can was the hear motivation. the hunger in it your voice. It was like the yeah. Tupac Against All Odds. That was the motivation. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't, see, I've been, I was on papers for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was on papers for a long time. Not necessarily, I've never been locked up. I never did no real hard time or nothing like that. But I've got, I got like three DWIs. I got three, mm-hmm. three felony DWIs. And I got three felony driving without license. So, you know what I mean? I was on probation for at least eight years of my life mm-hmm. from 2001. You know what I mean? And I couldn't do shit. So when those fucking chains was finally released, I was able to smoke, drink, chill. Like, yeah, you know I mean, Against Our Eyes was one of those songs that was the release. And it sounds like you can tell, like you know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the release. I'm finally free. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do this shit. You know what I mean? Because I think if I hadn't fucked up so much, you know what I'm saying? In in the, the, the beginning of the new millennium, I probably hopefully would have been famous already. Do you think that because you have a little, I don't, it seems like you have a little bit more stability now. Like you said, Definitely. it's tougher to feel the like hunger for it, especially when you have a lot of other balls in the air that you have to juggle, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's not just that it's not just music. It's well, COVID helped that. COVID helped that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm a CAD designer by trade. You know what I mean? I was working as a CAD designer when I met Mike. You know what I'm saying? I got laid off in March. I got fired in July. And I'm not going back to work. Yeah. So I need you super fans again to fuck with me, man. Fuck with me, man. I got a lot to I got a lot to show you, man. I got a lot to talk about. And and it's gonna be good shit. Well, it's it sounds like you have that gives you the hunger. Like that mm-hmm. it, that showed. What are you working on? Are you working on a next project? I know you just dropped yes, this. I, I actually I have another project of older music with my wife miss v she was on if i oh yeah yes yeah, miss v is, is you guys are a talented we, couple that is my wife wow you know what i mean and um we have a project called couples therapy i just got the cover for it i'm saying where's my phone i just got the cover for it and um because i wanted this old elaborate ass cover and i couldn't get it done so i was like fuck it i just need a cover and uh this guy um 
Dean's graphic, Dean's graphics. Shout out Dean's graphics. I had yo stop with this scamming shit, man. Oh, it's the artist scam. The artist fucked up. Man. I had a friend it's scammed out of an art. I got, yeah. I, got I, 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 I was paying for a cover one time and, and ended up losing like a ball fifty, hundred fifty dollars on that shit. You know what I mean? And then this dude, I'm like, yo, I'm not paying you. I'm not paying you. But he was so real. He was. He was. He, I mean, he actually did the cover for me, and um, it came out dope. I really like it. I really like it. But I finally got a cover for it, so I, I'm gonna remix it and remaster it because I've I've gotten better since we recorded it. And um, my next project that I'm gonna put out is uh, Cover Story. I'm not gonna basically... lie. It sounds stressful putting out an album with a significant other. No, do you guys work together musically? Oh yeah. God. Oh my God. And she better than me. That's the that's the crazy thing. Everybody be like, oh, your wife better than you. <laughs> trying to trying to like, you know what I mean, bring me down. I'm like, nigga, is your wife better than you? Yeah, like what what is your <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is your wife better than you? Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't you you can't you can't break me down because my wife is a very good artist. Is talented. Like, yeah, are you that's, serious? That is crazy. Yeah. How? Yeah. How? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah what that's exciting i love it i love it and 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 i didn't even know that she rapped really the way i found out that she rapped she used to she was following us when we was in the studio because she was always come through the studio and come hang out with us and stuff and um it's the top one it's a couple different versions of it but it's this one but um oh i love that we always i'm gonna to, hang uh, hold that up to the camera just so they can see it How did you find out she rapped? So she uh she used to watch us recording. Mm-hmm. We didn't have like computers and stuff. We had actual hardware that we recorded on and stuff. And she used to just watch us do it. And one day I went down in the in the basement because the, the studio was in my mom's basement at the time. Again, one of my biggest fans. And um I went down there, we get on the, the 16 track, we had a cord, digital cord, mm-hmm. 16 track digital cord. And I go on there and you know, it's a track machine. So you gotta go through the tracks. Yeah. It was a little wheel that you had to turn to go through the tracks and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going through and I knew what the last track was that we recorded. I'm like, wait a minute, one more track here. Ooh, I, I didn't know who was down there. And most people, they didn't go down there without me. They couldn't go down there without me. You know what I mean? So I'm like, what the hell? And I started playing it, and it was a song by my wife. It was just, she recorded herself. <laughs> Why was she keeping that from you? She recorded herself. She made her own beat and everything. Wow. Well, no, she used to always go over you there. You produce too, right? No. I, no. I, I know how to make a beat, but mm-hmm. I, I do a lot. Yeah. I do a lot. I'm and not, against I'm all going. odds, I thought you said speed on the beat or something. So I didn't know if you made yeah, your own beat. Well, no, no, no. I didn't do against all odds. Um, you did against all odds. Sess beats. It's oh, you must have said Sess instead. Right. I thought okay. So it's, I was it's like, my it's my wife's brother from Brooklyn. You guys are musical families. Yes. You're talking about. It's my wife's brother from Brooklyn. Seth, shout out Sess beats. Got himself success. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's raw. He's a beast. He damn near, he did damn near that whole album. Him, I had Be Easy on there from mm-hmm. Buffalo. And I think um I had um Gordon. Gordon, uh oh man, my man Gordon. I used to work with him. I, I mean, 
Go, go check out Just Be, man. Oh, 2017. But it's music that you can listen to today. It's going to change your life. What was what was the point where what why did you put that album out? I said I had an outlet where I can let people hear it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't have to go and stand in front of a gas station. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's what we used to do. We used to print out hard copies and go stand in front of the store or something. Do you think it's easier to it's get easier big now or but not more uh not more prosperous? You made more money, of course, standing in front of the store. It's, yeah. Yeah. Because they don't pay you no money for streams. I don't make money off this podcast, and I, you know, it's... They don't pay you no money for streams. Yeah. It sucks. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, you have to... That's why you need Heineken to sponsor you. (laughs) Please? Heineken? Heineken? But you see every, like, every third bar, you have to drop, like, a Heineken line or something. I got a bunch of Heineken lines, though. You got to listen. I got a bunch of Heineken lines. If I say green bottle or, you know what I mean? I got a bunch of Heineken lines, man. This is what I do. That was, uh... He's being fancy. (laughs) This is Don Julio. Popping bottles for the Bucked Up Podcast. How'd you get... Yeah, of course. Yeah, go. <laughs> go ahead, sit down. Here. Here, Mike, sit down, man. He has to go to the bath. He has to go to the bath. Welcome back to the Pucked Up Podcast. You didn't think you were going to be. Are you going to hold, pick up the microphone, too, or are you going to leave it on the table? I'm going to leave it on the, t- on the table here. You know? What up, Struggle Mike? Hey, what's up? How you doing? You know how many compliments I get on my uh, sweatsuit that you sent me? Well, that's because it's mine. So. I know. It's a great <laughs> one. <laughs> it's a great one. Man, it's so cool to see this store in person. I mean, yeah. All I cool. saw was I see it all, all the time. So you're sick fun. of it now? <laughs> I just saw it from your phone, and that was it. And I, it's, yeah, it's, it's You really bad. put something. How long have you had this? Six years. This is fucking cool. Who did that? Can people see who did that piece back there? That was random. I bought that off some dude at an art festival thing. Um, this Blue Fluve festival yeah. in Buffalo. There's a bunch of like different artists perform, like Benny Conway and all them. Um, and then there's different artists doing different drawings. And um, the one guy was doing that one, and I I was like, how much is it? And he said four hundred. I was like, okay, I'll buy it, and I bought it, and it's been sitting here ever since. That's a great piece. It's crazy how much the art was art plays into it all now oh, like yeah. the art and oh, the yeah. rap art, in buffalo it's really big right now except like, you were saying you don't like the, the it's not art yeah. if you just put a white bar over the yeah end. i could do that all day but, you, know. <laughs> you should start doing album covers with just white yeah. bars over um, that's, the. Uh, that's my new thing i'm just gonna have like pictures of other people it's <laughs> just with the yeah but like it, like it's always like the like everything's always there's so much happening in buffalo right now just like like um these guys behind me we got Myers. He's a BSF artist. He's a rapper. He's a really good rapper. Oh, what's going on? Nice to I meet you, man. I just dropped that video with him, China Mac, and Rick High. Yeah, that was a great video. And then and a great song. You got that like Spanish kid. What's going guy, on? Nice to meet really you. He's really white. He's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> um, he owns a clothing brand too called Family Trappers. Oh that's yeah, a, that's a booming brand too now in here in Buffalo. They're all Buffalo people. Every, like Buffalo's like breeding. That's like artists, you know, rappers, musicians, 
you know, clothing, everything. Way more than other play, like Boston, uh, Providence, yeah. Worcester, like all the not that the yeah, but it's Boston. Like, you really just got like you and my homie Smoke Bolger. That's yeah. <laughs> 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 no, there's some me fucks uh, who's uh, started uh, Lord Mob with Flea Lords out of Boston. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, there's like Al Davino and Esty oh. Knack. They're yeah, out of now Boston. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it isn't. You guys fucking have. Uh, yeah. a lot of people coming out. Yeah. A lot of, of all uh, creative outlets. Yeah, there's it's a lot of a lot of stuff coming out here. And he herpes, his... herpes is coming out of <laughs> Buffalo like crazy too. I I told Shamil <laughs> that was the one thing I didn't I want mean, leaving Buffalo. Yeah, just be careful what you do. The next, I don't know how long. How long are you here till? A couple days. I got a, a couple, couple of, days. Oh to man, catch. you got a lot of days. To catch I got herpes. a lot of days. Oh, to that's catch horrible. Him. I'm sorry for both you guys. That shit don't go away. I think I might have already <laughs> caught it last. You could have. I mean, you. I've seen you eating chicken wings. I don't know where you would get. I went to the anchor bar. The anchor bar. You definitely have herpes now. I went in there and I was like. This is a place where you catch diseases. Yes, people go there because it's the original chicken wing spot. You gotta tell. I almost asked you. I was like, "Where should we get food?" But I you didn't. Why didn't you hit me up? I should have. I, I didn't want you. you know, to I don't even want to talk to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I went to Doctor Birds, which was fine. That yes. was so good. That was so good. Yeah, was there birds there? Or no? <laughs> I we did eat chicken. I don't know if it was living beforehand, <laughs> but that was just... that was really good. Yeah. yeah, where Man, should I go? De- you're destined to get herpes. You're going to all the herpes spots. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fuck anything at Dr. It Bird. doesn't matter. It's just <laughs> like COVID, bro. That shit's yeah, getting everybody. You get it in the air. It's yeah. just in the air, you know? Anchor Bar was a lot different. There was Yeah, that was a lot different than I thought it was. Where should I go? For chicken wings? For Yeah, we're for food. We oh, have a bro. few more any, meals. Any, anywhere, bro. Anywhere. That's the worst answer. That that's is like, the worst that's answer. That's like when you ask a chick, like, like, oh, where do you want to go to get for dinner? It's like, like I don't know. I don't know. Like everyone, <laughs> like, like a lot of people say Lenovas. Lenovas. I, I, I personally like for chicken wings. Thank you. There, it depends on what kind. Like, like um, right down the street, this place called Wise Guys, they have a um a Loganberry barbecue chicken wing, which is really good. <laughs> I decided to kick Mike off. <laughs> You got what was that? <laughs> yes, dude. Oh, bro. This is oh, this podcast shit. is called Cheers. Thank yeah. you. Yes, sir. How did you yes, get sir. your name? How's Speedy Icon? Tell okay, me about well, it. Give me the history. Well, I've had a bunch of names over the years, but I've ne- I didn't really have a nickname. Like, you know what I mean? When mm-hmm. I went to college. So again, being with the Brooklyn, hanging with the Brooklyn Cats, we was doing a um an intramurals or playing basketball in the gym, whatever we was doing. Mm-hmm. And um lefty. A big dude. Lefty was a big dude. At least like six three, six four. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe a little taller than you. Same build, damn. Man. I'm big, but I'm you know not intimidating. <laughs> he was intimidating. Yeah, he see, had dreads and I shit. I don't give off. Yeah, I'm saying he was from Brooklyn, it like you know what I'm saying. What Griselda and, um, I don't give off any. <laughs> somebody shot the ball, and we was both going for the rebound. Of course, I couldn't fucking jump with this big brute. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the ball hit the floor in front of him before he could grab it. I was already on the other side of the, the, the court. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He look up like, oh shit, little speedy motherfucker. And there you go. Because Brooklyn, Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, they don't use government names at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know nobody from Brooklyn that I ever really knew their real name. Yeah. Yeah. I just asked my friend Pockets, didn't know his name for the longest time from Brooklyn. <laughs> 
I was like, hey, it's a thing. We're, I, we're friends. What's your name? And he got, he's like, don't you, I'm not giving you money. It's, like, it's okay. a thing. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. in, 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 in a lot of hoods, it's a thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't know people's names. And I was going by my real name, which is Roger. I'm not scared. I, I love my grandfather. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's my name. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, but yeah, I didn't have a nickname. So they ended up giving me a nickname. Well, then why did that stick? You said you went through a lot of names that stuck. Well, it was always Speedy something. Mm-hmm. It started at Speedy Guns. Then it was Speedy Masson. Then it was Speed Demon. Now it was Speedy the Icon. Like, you know What's what I'm next? saying? So, are you like, the, are you, you're going to turn to like Snoop Lion. It's good. Gonna... I don't know. I don't know, Speedy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out Snoop. We love you. We love yeah, you. Yeah. Snoop Lion was crazy. Though. Snoop, <laughs> Snoop Lion was crazy. Was crazy. It's not Snoop Dogg, bro. We're like, talk he, about you that. can't change the animal, man. You know what I'm saying? You look like a dover. You don't look like a lion. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, no, it was just. I think Speedy Icon is probably the last stop. Speedy the Icon. I, I feel like, me personally, I feel like an icon in Buffalo hip hop. Because a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, have recorded for the first time in my studio. You know what I mean? I have directed a lot of people on cadence and, and being able to record, you know what I'm saying, being able to project. I'm saying being able to still stay smooth, but say what you're saying confidently. You know what I'm saying? I th- that's a big thing with me. You don't go in my booth and bullshit. I will put you out. I don't want your money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will put you the fuck out. I promise you, you can leave if this is not what you really want to do. I don't need your money. And and my clients and the people I deal with know that. Mm-hmm. That's one of the first things that they have to learn about me. Don't come in here and think that, you know I mean, you're paying me to 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 do this. No, I do this because I love it. Yeah. And but I do need to be compensated. Don't get right. yeah, up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't want your money if you're gonna go in my booth and be on some bullshit. Just a moment. This is the wife. No problem. You gotta take the calls from the wife. Yes, babe. Hey Ani, is Pockets from Where's yeah, he from? still on the podcast, babe. He's from uh, the Bronx. Uh, so, oh, All okay. Right. All, All right, right I'll call you in a second. I was kind of right. This is Miss V, y'all, just to let y'all know. Shout out, hey. Miss V. Great, great <laughs> artist. Shout out uh, the album you guys got coming. Couple, and she was aggravated about you saying she got you. I, you got to take the call from the white. She's about to fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> Black women. You know we got. I ruined the podcast in the last <laughs> ten minutes. I ruined each, the what, album's what not allowed. To, I already put the album cover. It's not coming out now. She's what, what cutting. What we just talking about? Um, that you don't you don't allow artists to bullshit. Oh, yes, yes, and I think that's important though. Mm-hmm. I think that's important as an engineer on the engineer side. You can't just take these kids' money and just send them on their way. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that they're the best them when they leave out your door. Well, what do you think it takes for an Cause I see comics who don't, they don't have the, who don't care. What communication, you... caring about me, communication, mm-hmm. caring about, you know I mean, other people's artistic views and values and ideas. You know what I mean? Like I know a lot about music because I've been doing it for a very long time. Yeah, but I still have to respect that other guy that comes here that just starts doing it. And goes in my booth. 
but you can tell probably i don't know but with like comedians even if it's their first day i can tell if they have a passion for it or mm-hmm. if they're just doing it to fuck around you know well <clears throat> is that how a passion starts is it is that the beginning of passion it's uh, trying to find out trying to find out if this is your passion I guess that's tough because I guess I can only speak from my experience, which I wanted to do it for so long and I was so scared to until it was re- until I was ready that I had something it was to a give passion to the world. For you before you started it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But some people uh, do need to try things to figure out if that's their passion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You do have to try some things like, you know what I mean? I am passionate about my beer. But when I first drank beer, I didn't like it. <laughs> first Heineken, you actually spit out and smashed well, on the ground. Well, no. I, I tell you, my, my first beer, it might have been like a Valentine's Ale or, or Budweiser or something like that. How my old are you? first beer, I'm 44. How old were you when you or your first beer? Nine. Oh, shit. Seven. Like, I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, we traveled a lot because my dad is a cable contractor. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we traveled a lot. And I could, I'll could, i be in the car and all the drinks gone. I'll be like, man, I'm thirsty. Or I, can I have something to drink or whatever? Yeah. All we got is beer. I don't drink all my beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, at seven, eight well, years old, like, this shit's old. gross. Like, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So I take a swig to wet my whistle and pass it back to him. So I guess you could say I started... Mm-hmm. Drinking beer at nine, eight, yeah. eight, nine years old. Yeah. <laughs> but then once I got older, 14, you know, I mean 15, I don't know if you heard um a night in question from Stretch mm-hmm. or stretch.com. Yeah. I'm talking about my 16th birthday. That that's a true story. Oh yeah. Yes, literally. That's a true story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We used to drink pink champagne, it was golden champagne, and it was another one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they were like they were beer champagnes. That they sold in a regular store. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, I drank a pink champagne by myself at 16 years old. And I was so drunk. <laughs> so drunk. Those first you know drunks. Mean? Yeah. I but, I didn't start drinking till later. But then I found Jack Daniels. And that was the Jack Daniels. I would go through oh, probably was, a handle was, every other beast. day. I used to drink a lot. I used to go through probably. Jack Daniels is real. Yeah. That's a, half, a drink drink. A half a handle of Jack Daniels a day is not a good thing. That's a drink drink. Yeah. That's why I was smoking 10 backwards. I used to go. <laughs> I, that's why I host the self-help podcast now. I don't even know why I call it. It's like, it's only because I don't drink a half a handle of Jack Daniels. I hope you put that in your act. You got to put that in your act. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. Like, being that I have DWIs and stuff. I had I had to go through all of the rooms and everything and being in the rooms and learning all this. Like, yeah, I, I am obsessive compulsive by problems. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I deal with music like that, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, did, but you have to learn to channel it. Me getting older, I was able to learn to channel things. And most things I channel into my music. I think it's helped my relationship. It's helped, you know what I mean? My friendships, it's helped. It's with my kids because I could be very impulsive. And they'll tell you all all on the beer around, I could be really impulsive, especially once I get a couple million dollars. (laughs) But, you know, um, you have to learn to channel that energy. Once you learn to channel that energy into something that you really love to do, 
or that you're passionate about, you know what I'm saying? You you will probably be okay for the rest of your life. Man, thank you so much for being on and for all this. It's really great talking to you. Thank you for the hoodie and it's really great meeting you. Do you want to plug your stuff? It's you know I do. You know I do. So boom, like he said, it's just speed. It's um it's um what is it? It's the great escape, the wall, next up. And man, it's everything. It's everything. Check out Chameleon. You know I mean? Check out Chameleon. I just dropped. Check out uh I don't even remember the name of the other one. I got a lot of music out. Just look up, go to speedytheicon.com. I digress. I E Y E too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, no. Just uh honestly, I got a one-stop shop now, man. Speedy the icon. You can go listen to my music, you can go watch my vid- videos, you know what I'm saying? You can go buy my merch, please. I'm not begging. If you don't, it ain't gonna kill me. You know what I'm saying? We but got you should a whole buy the merch. Here. Come I'm gonna be you. rocking this. If you ever hit Buffalo, New York, you know what I'm saying come to Struggle Studios, Struggle Clothing, get your hair cut at Blue Collar Cuts. Um, and when we do it, we do it for the culture, respectfully. We respect all of y'all, we love y'all. And please just stay tuned in and tapped in and, and help us get to where we deserve to be. You know what I'm saying? Shout out everybody out there that's doing their own thing, especially in Buffalo, New York. I know I know a lot of people, and I'm not just going to single people out. I mean, shout out to Brick Boys. You know what I'm saying? The whole family, the whole team. Love. Thank you, Buck, for letting Thank me know. Thank you. And that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Also, check out struggle mike you can check out he has four great albums out um that feature amazing verses from you and so many other great artists and yo it's about to be five though five is is about to blow your mind ties wait for it i'm excited thank you and everyone thank you for listening we'll see you next time gotta do that